0: By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area.
1: It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together, we get together every day of the week. We never miss one single day. We get together every day of the week, and we give you BS. And speaking of that, speaking of giving you BS... Uh, you know what? We have to make a phone call here. Who, who are we going to call this morning? Who should we call? Who should we call? Let me pull up my thing here. It's in my phone book, of course. And let's make a phone call. Okay? Let's see if this person answers. One ring. Two rings. Three rings. You can count by now. Wow. What's going on with this? Nobody's going to answer.
0: You have reached the voicemail of Shelly Barr, Sales and Marketing Manager for KSLQ 104.5, Westplex 1071, and the co-host of BS in The Morning on 1071. I am so sorry I missed your call, but I am outgrowing somebody's business, just like I'm going to do yours. Please leave her name and number, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Or give me a little text. That works, too. Have a fabulous day, and stay healthy and safe. Peace. At the tone, please record your message.
1: When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Shelly. It's the BS Show. I'm Brad. You're Shelly. I'm I'm here, and I don't know where you're at. So call me, 314 280 Art, just come on the air with me, okay? Talk to you later. Bye. Two days in a row? No, no, can't happen. 616, good morning. It is BS.show. You just heard the weather just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, the weather's going to change over the next couple of days. Boy, yesterday was just one of those days. Man, in some spots, yesterday uh, afternoon, early evening, it rained like crazy, like almost like, you know, can't see, but a couple hundred feet in front of your car kind of rain. Uh, let me take a look at this. I know I just heard Jennifer. I didn't hear the entire thing. I wasn't quite listening. Uh, believe it or not, it's pretty nice right now. Although we're pretty much at the high for today. Uh, we're at 54 right now. It's supposed to be the high, supposed to be 56. So it's going to get downhill from there. Hold on a minute. Who could, who could this be?
0: Who, who could this be? hi is this uh Domino's?
1: yes <laughs> where you been
0: I'm starving can I order a pizza
1: you know they don't open until like 10 o'clock or something like that you know can I
0: pre-order a pizza
1: see don't get me going about that you know I went into wally's last week early in the morning you know wanting i you know uh, craving one of those their their brisket sandwiches and they got stupid breakfast sandwiches which has got like egg and junk on it yuck who wants that?
0: Yeah, God forbid for us. To, I don't know. Re-
1: eat real food. <laughs> right. Who wants stuff with eggs in the morning? Yuck! I don't want that. I want a hamburger. I want a. I want a Big Mac at seven o'clock. I want a, a Domino's pizza at six thirty in the morning. I don't. know, if, Years ago, I don't. Do you remember the first Federal frankencrust? It was a local pizza chain.
0: I do. It's been a long time. Start, long, long time. It but started
1: yes. out in Clayton, and the reason it was called First Federal Frank and Crust is that the guy who started it... Matter of fact, he was married to Jennifer Blome. I can't remember his name. You know, the lady on Channel 5? Uh, I who, do. Okay, they were married, and he rented... Uh, there was an, a bank in Clayton on Foresight that went out of business, shut down, and he rented the space and made, made it into a pizza place. For the, And he, he served hot dogs and pizza. So First Federal, Frank, you know, like Frank is in Frankfurters, and Crust is in pizza. And I was doing mornings at the time. God, how things just come back around again. Here I am doing mornings again. I was doing it the mornings, and one morning I said, "I like I always had. Man, I would love to have pepperoni pizza this time in the morning." And I was like, I got, "I got, I got on the air like one of my first breaks at six o'clock. At seven thirty, there was a knock on the back door at the radio station. You know, actually a whack 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 on the back door because you couldn't hear it in the air studio. You had to like almost beat the door with, like, your fist or kick it with your leg. And I heard this, and I went out, and here's the guy who owns First Federal Frankencrust with a pepperoni pizza and a bottle of wine. Aww. (laughs) God, that was good. They had good pizza. And they expanded. They were in in Galleria, and then for a while, when the casino first opened— First generation of the casino in St. Charles, he had a, he had a restaurant there. It used to be a Burger King. Do you remember that? Did you ever go in the very very first generation of the the uh, the casino where they actually had the boat that actually went up and down the river? Do you remember that?
0: I did not no. Okay, uh,
1: they had a there was a there was a first Federal Frank and There was a Burger King. There was something else. I used to take my kids there because we'd go we'd go to the casino. That was before you could because now you can't. I guess you can. Yeah, you can do it. You can take kids in. in, in uh, they don't stop yet anymore. But it used to be to the point where when you got uh, the various iterations of the casino, you couldn't actually get on the, the, the mooring dock, you know, when they were still floating the boat and stuff like that. Anyway, that's ancient history. Can you believe? I mean, you think back on that. You know, once again, it's the old, what's the old saying? Those who fail to uh, recognize history are bound to repeat it. You know, it's so crazy. So many weird things that we've had by the way, did I send you those pictures? Did you get those pictures I sent you of the place in, in uh we didn't we didn't talk yesterday. You know, I'll be honest with you. Shelley will like take one for the team, but it was my fault we weren't on the air yesterday. Why? It was my fault. Why? Well, you know, I was driving at 35 miles an hour in the interstate. I got pulled uh-huh. over. And 40, I got, actually, I got, but okay. I got thrown in jail. I spent the night in jail, and I didn't get you out till. Did about... did not. I didn't get out about 7.30 yesterday morning. I did. I did. Because I, there was an outstanding warrant for my arrest. I didn't realize that. There was a warrant for my arrest for attempting to uh, uh, you know, to intimidate a... That wasn't it. Oh, the warrant was for uh, failure to... Sound like a human being on the radio. I think that was what they, they warrant for. Uh-huh. And I spent the night in jail. So that's why I wasn't, that's why I was no show yesterday. And Shelly kept calling, you know, Brad, Brad, where, where are you? Where are you? i have putting in on my cell phone. As a matter of fact, after I got off the air, there were like 42 voicemail messages. I mean, not after I got off the air, after I got out of jail, they bailed me out. Just in time for the for the Chamber of Commerce meeting yesterday. Yes. <laughs> and Shelly was there waiting for me when I got there. Where you been? Uh oh, Shelly, I just got... Just got bailed out of jail. Really? Did you see? Yesterday? I didn't
0: believe you then, and I don't believe you now. Huh? <laughs> did you? That. Did you see
1: yesterday? I mean, this is not laughing matter. This is actually, things have gotten so bad in the city that did you hear the story about bullets going through the civil courts building in downtown St. Louis yesterday? No. Yes, they went through a window. Uh, with the sheriff's office window like on the eighth floor and and then a couple of rounds went through one of the windows for the courtroom in the third floor. I mean, you know there's a disrespect for the law when they're shooting at the civil courts building. I mean, yes. it's to the point where it's like, you would think, okay, where's the safest place to be? Probably in a courts building, right? Probably in a federal building. Well, of course we proved that Clearly wrong with, not. with the sad situation, in Oklahoma city, but that's a whole nother story. But you would think that with all the security and those buildings are, you know, you're a federal worker. You used to work in some of those buildings way back when, right?
0: I did. Yeah.
1: Security. I mean, they're well built. They're not like little, you know, little tiny things. Thin walls and stuff like that. I mean, they, they build them in the last century. Although, you know, they build them like here in St. Louis, they build them for you know ten years later, they tear, tear them down and build something else. But that's a whole McMansions. other story. Mansions. Yes. <laughs> I had the weirdest dream. I didn't talk about this. I had the weirdest dream last week, and I heard somebody the other day said they don't they don't dream, or if they do dream, they've only had like one or two dreams in their entire life.
0: Oh. No, I dream in color. It's very vivid.
1: Do you dream almost every night? I do. I had the weirdest dream that I was at the airport and I was flying somewhere. And just as I was ready to get on the plane, they told me, oh, you're in the wrong concourse. You have to go to concourse A. Well, you know, if you know the – I was I was getting – trying. To, I thought I was getting on a Southwest Airlines flight, but I wasn't. And if you know the airport, the distance between the east terminal, or now as they call it, terminal 2 – they keep changing the names and just dumb. And the A concourse is like a mile, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It's probably no, a, you're not. It's, it's probably it's a mile, it's a mile. And there used to be a shuttle bus, but you know, you know what's happened to the shuttle bus? No, it's very erratic. Sometimes there are no shuttle buses at all because of the fact that guess what? They can't find bus drivers. Nobody wants to huh. work anymore, anyway. So, Interesting. I couldn't get to a terminal. And I kept I kept wake it woke me up two or three times. It's my flight. And I wake up and I go, oh, Okay, well, what am I what am I doing? I go back to sleep, I have the same dream again. I get stuck in the east terminal at terminal two and I couldn't get to the main terminal. By the way, they talked about that on the news the other day, that they have now had the definitive plan to completely redo the airport, except for the main terminal building which still has the asbestos on the roof. You know, you go inside, it's got the arches designed yeah. by some french designer or something like that. They're going yes. to tear everything down except that and then build new terminal. Literally. A- so
0: for preservation?
1: No, I don't know. I mean I don't I don't get it. A, B, C and D and the E and east terminal, whatever they call it, you know, terminal E all torn down. All literally all of it torn down. And they're going to put one terminal And, you know, one terminal, and everybody's going to go out of that one terminal. And I'm going like, okay, I probably haven't flown anything else but Southwest in probably the last, I don't know, 15 years? Trying to even think when I was on another plane besides Southwest. Almost everything I fly is Southwest. And I'm thinking to myself, it's so nice in Terminal 2 with Southwest. It's so nice. There's even that, I've done this before, there's this parking lot just up the street from uh, the East Terminal where the old post office used to be, you know what I'm talking about?
0: I do. That's where the cabs hang out.
1: Right, 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 right where the cabs hang out. And you can you can park in there for twenty bucks a day. And you can literally walk the sidewalk. Takes you like, you know, two or three minutes, maybe a little bit longer for me, four or five, because the fact of all the, you know, the times my leg's been broken by Shelley. Uh, anyway, it takes me about oh, four no, that'd
0: be your throat. <laughs>
1: that'd be my neck. Right. Uh four or five four or five minutes to walk. They're gonna make it to the point where, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand why it's like why does why don't people like to go downtown? It's the P word. You know what the P word is?
0: Parking. Exactly.
1: The P word is parking. I mean, like St. Louisans, and once again, when I say St. Louisans, I'm talking about everybody in St. Louis City, St. Louis County, Franklin County, Warren County, you know, Lincoln County, Jefferson County, uh, you know, Metro East counties. We are all averse to parking in parking garages, and we want to drive up to where we're going. And get out of our car and take a hundred steps to the front door, and we want to walk in where we're going. Am I? Am I kidding? No. I mean, that's just the way it is. It is. And it's like that's why when they built the new soccer stadium, whatever the heck it's called, you know, with the Centine, uh, formerly Centine. I mean, it's like okay, there's no parking around there. Well, you could park at Union Station. Yeah, that's like three blocks down the street. And if you park at St. Louis U, you get towed because it's private parking for the students and the faculty. I don't get it. You know, I mean, build the stadium out in Earth City. Put it, you know, put it next to the casino. We got a Riverport out there. Put it on the other side of, of Riverport. You know, see, they're about, they're about ready to tear down that, you know, the, the new stadium because it's, it's been there for what? Coming up in 20 years now? About time to be torn down, don't you think?
0: What stadium? Bush 3. Really?
1: Oh, yeah. They're going to tear it down. You know, That's it's, silliness. It's coming up in twenty years. You've got time to tear it down. It's only twenty years old. See, what cracks me up about it is, is they kept saying, Oh, it's an old ballpark and you know what like Bush Stadium 2, which I love, the big circular one with the dome with the arches on top. You know, they'd say, Oh, it's 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 past its prime and all the maintenance. Okay, you got Fenway Park in Boston. You got Wrigley Field in Chicago that are like, what, over a hundred years old? Something like that, close to it. And Okay, and everybody, oh, my God, I've heard people. I know baseball friends of mine, baseball fan friends of mine, who it's like they've taken trips specifically to go to Boston, to you know, to sit in Fenway Park and to go to Chicago. Matter of fact, I've done it a few times. I've never actually been in Wrigley Field. I've been around it. Matter of fact, when I used to do business in Chicago, I used to fly there all the time, and, and sometimes I'd just take a cab over to our rental car, as I had it, I'd take a rental car over to Wrigley Field, and when you know the Cardinals were playing, because I told you when I did those flights back and forth between St. Louis and Chicago, if there were like if like it was a flight back from Chicago back to St. Louis, and at the time, you know the Cubs only played day games, so if I was on an evening flight, a lot of times I'd be there with Cardinals fans who were coming back from a day game at Wrigley. It was Party Town Central. I mean they were all drunk already you know and they get in the plane and they're ordering more booze it was nutty i should have called the berkeley police and said hey flight number 6502 is landing at lambert you know if you park one of your cars out in front of the airport you can get every other driver coming off this flight for dwi or that wouldn't have been nice would it have been no and i learned something new yesterday
0: what'd you learn
1: l-u-f-s Lufs. That's what everybody calls it. L u f s. Pretty interesting.
0: What does it stand for? It's
1: super nerdy. I don't. I wouldn't even talk about it because, because if if uh, uh, it's it stands for loudness unit reference to full scale. And believe it or not, it's something that impacts almost anybody. Everybody that listens to streaming music. If you listen to Spotify, if you listen to. to amazon siri any kind of streaming music it's l u f s plays a big part in it it's pretty interesting stuff
0: where'd you learn this
1: where else on youtube
0: oh that's right
1: kids this is your uncle brad don't go to college just stay home and watch youtube videos and you can do anything you can repair cars you can build nuclear power reactors. That's
0: the way to build the young minds, Brad. <laughs> you Keep can, on going.
1: Yeah, just stay in your basement, watch those YouTube videos. And, <laughs> and you too can can make a lot of money. I'm telling you. You you be like that that what Sid Bankman Freed, whatever the heck his name is. You could learn how to do cryptocurrency and steal billions of dollars. You know, they arrested him yesterday. I can't believe it took them like this long to throw the guy in jail. You know what I'm saying?
0: There's a lot of things that I can't I mean, believe that they're taking so long
1: on. If you and I, if you and I, you know, swindled the bank out of a hundred bucks, they'd be there for us the next day. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, they would. You, you, you illegally, you got a loan for a hundred dollars. You got a home equity loan, and we found out that you don't have a home, so we're arresting you for fraudulent bank activity. Okay, fine. Put the cuffs on me. Okay, we have to take a break. It's six thirty break you know i got a tremendous amount of feedback from me talking about lewis capaldi yesterday remember we talked about i sent you the picture of him on the video of his new 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 song where he's in his tidy whities and that's it
0: yeah his george costanza pose
1: and he's not necessarily the best looking body in the world dude you need to go let that go <laughs> well i talked about it yesterday and i had numerous people comment on it throughout the day i was going like and the interesting thing was you in your mind you know you hear just like for example people hear my voice and they think that guy's probably tall probably you know like 6'2 6'3 you know slim and then you meet me and i'm 5'11 or you know i'm actually 4'11 and i weigh 380 pounds you know people oh my god is that you You've got
0: the broadcasters mixed up
1: <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i won't say what i was gonna say nope because <laughs> i get myself in trouble okay Yep. no oh i thought if, first off the guy sounds, when he sings, and I like the, like his like his songs, he sounds like he just got kicked in the gut, and then he's singing. You know what I mean? Like, you know,
0: he got that song. Yeah, but at least it wasn't like uber whiner. Well, all his songs are whiny songs. That wasn't as whiny as some of them.
1: They're all like, oh, my, oh honey, I miss you so much. Please come back to me. I'll do anything you say. Like, what? Except stop drinking and stop taking drugs and stop hanging out with women at the bar. I'll do anything you say. <laughs> No,
0: pretty much.
1: And once again, I will apologize for uh, yesterday. I wasn't here. It's the reason we didn't have a show yesterday. I was down in Jefferson City at the Supreme Court building. I got myself in trouble. Had to go to the Supremes, and uh, you know they 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 sing a great version of "Stop in the Name of Love." Anyway, uh,
0: <laughs> "Stop in the Name of the Law." <laughs> yeah,
1: "Stop in the Name." Stop in the name of the law. Before I kick your butt. Uh, Before
0: I incarcerate you. I
1: apologize. It was my fault. And since I'm the one that pushes the buttons, if I'm not here, there's no show. Right?
0: That is true.
1: Yeah. If I'm here, we can have a show without Shelly. Although, quite honestly, the shows without Shelly always suck. Because I suck. Shelly is like the... Shelly is the is the, the what do you call it what's the stuff when you what's what's uh fed uh, uh, gum
0: on your shoe
1: Shelly is the Alfredo sauce of fettuccine
0: <laughs> Wow <thanks for laughs> without
1: without the Alfredo it's just noodles but when Shelly around it's Fettuccine Alfredo, right? Yes. But if Shelly's not here, it's just thinking noodles. Which don't get me wrong. That's why I like it. If I go to, I haven't been there in a while, Fazoli's, one of my favorite places. Used to be one of my favorite places. And then it closed down. You couldn't go inside anymore. Um, I always go there, and I order the fettuccine Alfredo without the feta, without the Alfredo. And they go, oh, you just wanted, like, noodles? I go, yes, that's what I want. Exactly. Don't put that junk on it. Just give me the noodles. Right?
0: Did you put on butter, salt, and pepper? Uh,
1: a little, sometimes. You know what? I used to carry it with me. You're laughing, I tell you this. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> Here we go. I don't cough till I get on the air with you. Okay. Um, I used to carry a little bottle of olive oil with me.
0: I know you did.
1: Yeah. I used to I used to go to like to places like places like that and and put because Dr. W told me that was going to extend my life by thirty years. So I started drinking olive oil. I just wouldn't like at night I'd have a couple, you know, a couple glasses of olive oil. Yum. <laughs> you never had that before? <laughs> No. Keeps your joints from creaking, you know, <laughs> internal lubrication. You know, it's no. like it's like your car. If you don't have oil in your car, guess what? Your car, your engine locks up and becomes a big paperweight. The same with your body. That's
0: true. That happened to Tiffany. Recently? Uh, no, in the past 10 years. Don't
1: tell me she ran her car, car without oil.
0: She went to the oil change oh, place t- they... and they changed her oil and forgot to put it back in.
1: <laughs> and she took off and blew the engine in it?
0: yes they replaced the engine for her
1: at no cost i would hope right yep (laughs) that's that's not the first time i've heard of that what kind of a car was it
0: pontiac sunfire
1: was it relatively new or was it was old
0: at the time it was new it might have been her mitsubishi eclipse i can't remember
1: she had an eclipse Uh uh-huh you know mitsubishi cars are excellent cars and they've they've tried to make them popular in the united states they just don't go over you know, I mean, it, it's Just because they got the he Kia's. Well, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but do you know who who built the the Jap zeros that that uh, bombed us at Pearl Harbor? No. Mitsubishi.
0: Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well,
1: you know, there was there's this thing the other day. And, I, and I'm not I I don't want to get political on this, but I thought it was really funny. One of the stars, I can't remember who it was. One of the stars was saying that that uh, she's so upset with Elon Musk she's she's canceled her she's she's she traded in her her tesla she has a tesla she loved her tesla so she traded in her tesla because she can't stand his politics and he's he's a white white supremacist because he's from south africa she's going through this whole thing you know he's this terrible person he's he's terrible rotten and now that he's bought twitter and he's making it into the white supremacist haven there's all nothing but white supremacists on twitter she's traded in her tesla and guess what she bought She traded in for a Volkswagen. (laughs) Do you know the history of Volkswagen? They're diesel. No, 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 no. No, they're they're not any. Well, there are few of them. They're diesel. But do you know the history of Volkswagen?
0: Um, their engine is in the trunk.
1: Well, but no, the history of okay, the original Beetle. The original Beetle was designed by. Mr. Porsche, I don't know if you know this history or not. The guy who you know later made Porsche cars, the sports cars. He designed the Beetle at the request of guess who?
0: Who I don't know.
1: Adolf Hitler. Volks, I see. In German, Volk's is people, and wagon is car. The idea behind this is Hitler, before he actually started, you know, you know, really winding up his war machine. He was trying to placate the German people. Remember, the German people went through this horrible situation in the in the early '30s when you know the depression you know, the, you know was all over the world. But they got it. They got their butt kicked. I mean, they got their butt kicked really bad to the point where inflation was rampant and to the point where there was like you know a story about the fact that in the, the money got so worthless that inflation just was like, you know you think we got inflation bad. They had inflation that was in like the hundred and the thousand percent inflation. And there were stories about people who would literally have like a bucket full of money and they would go to the store and that would buy them a loaf of bread because and the, the country, country was just like in turmoil. and that's when Hitler started to come to, to power because of the fact that, you know, he said, you know, hey, here's the problem. The problem is this, 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 this. And one of the things he promised everybody was the people's car, the Volkswagen. So he got Mr. Porsche, I can't remember his first name, to design the original Beetle. And that was going to be, they were going to have it so that every person in Germany who wanted a car was going to get a Volkswagen. And the government was essentially going to either give them give them a Volkswagen are no charge. So in other words, she's complaining that Elon Musk has turned Twitter into white supremacists, and she goes out and buys a Volkswagen, which was the company was started by Hitler. So you sort of scratch your head and go like, and I'll tell you a crazy story. One of my best friends, Craig Leaker, who his father was, you know, back in my day, everybody's father was in World War II and Craig Leaker's father had a really bad limp you know, I had a bad limp.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't know that was a question. Why did he have a bad limp?
1: Because he was a B seventeen navigator, and over Germany, he got a piece of shrapnel from any aircraft, went right through the bottom of the plane, and went into his leg, and he almost bled to death. They got wow. you know they they flew back to to their base. I think they were in Scotland or Ireland or England or something like that, and he almost died. Okay, that was my friend. His name was Walter Leaker. And he was, you know, once again, one of these greatest American, you know, greatest generation Americans, you know, B seventeen Navigator. He was either navigator and uh, Bombardier. I think he was a Navigator. Might have been Bombardier. I mean, but they but they sat lower in the in the aircraft. No so, whether the shrapnel came through the the floor of the plane, they got it first, unfortunately. So what did he buy? He bought a Volkswagen. He drove around a Volkswagen. I always thought that was interesting. My dad, who was a World War II vet, once again, we fought the the, the J- Japanese. My dad was all over the world after they declared victory in Europe. My dad was on a troop ship headed to invade Japan. You know, literally was heading, heading west in the Pacific Ocean to invade Japan. My dad bought a Toyota. I'm going like, okay, I guess that's the ultimate forgiveness, right? You got a country that wants to kill you, literally, and, you know, some years later, eh, I don't, I'll buy a Volkswagen. I'll buy a Toyota. You know what I mean? I, was I do. Th- and I even said to my dad one time, I go, Dad, didn't you, like, fight against the the Japanese in World War II? Yeah. I go, you drive a Toyota. Yeah. And? Well, it's a Japanese car. I mean, that would be like, you know, I mean, somebody who tried to kill you, you're now driving their car. Well, you, should, you forgive, for, forgive and forget. Okay.
0: Except for <sighs> the one thing you didn't forget or forgive was... uh the Salvation Army, or no, the Red Cross.
1: I'm telling you. And, you know, I mean, no, you know, I don't want to besmirch the Red Cross, but hold on a minute. My, something screwed up here. Uh, Board error? Ah, damn it. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I screwed up. I hit the wrong button. Okay, where am I? Hold on a minute, Let me look here. Let me go back. Okay, here I am right here. Okay, we have to take a break. It is 6.48. It is BS show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 6.54. It's a Wednesday morning. Shelly, you doing okay? She's not there. Um, I do apologize for not being here yesterday, for no no show yesterday. It was my fault again. I was uh, actually out of town. I had to make a quick trip to uh, New York. Uh, they want to interview me about, uh, about age. Matter of fact, there's this whole thing about the fact that uh, – Joe Biden is now 80. There's a lot of controversy with his age, and they wanted to know about a guy who's older than, than, than Joe Biden, me, being 87, still having a regular radio show, or maybe an ir- irregular radio show, <laughs> one of those things. Anyway, that's where I was, I was in New York yesterday. So that's going to be out on, uh, I believe it's going to be on CNN coming up in a couple of weeks. Cool. By the way, take a guess. And, you know, I, I do believe that the age thing is relative, okay? I know people who are 40 years old who don't know what day it is. And I know people, I know several people who are 80-plus who are sharp as tacks. Yes. And every once in a while, I will hear Geraldo, Geraldo Rivera, whose real name is George Rivers, did you know that?
0: I did not know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's his real name, George Rivers. He 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 spiked it up a little bit to make himself sound more, a you know, bit more
0: Puerto Rican. Her,
1: yeah, Geraldo Rivera. Let me look at him. Um, take a guess how old he is.
0: Um, he's probably be got to be in his upper seventies.
1: Boy, you're good. I'm surprised you knew that. Most people don't don't think he's that old, Geraldo Rivera.
0: Well, he's been around a long time in my life, and I know he was older than I was.
1: He is 79.
0: I didn't think he was that old, but I knew he was up there. Have you heard him speak lately? I have not. He still sounds like he's
1: 45. He's got a young voice. I mean, sharp as a tack. You know, I mean, like, you know, see, that's the problem. You, well, because, you know, Joe Biden's old, okay? He's 80, okay? Geraldo is 79. He's, he's I don't even know he's, know he's a full year. He, I think he's like six months younger than Biden. And, um, you know, once again, Geraldo Rivera, an attorney. Did you know he was an attorney? I did not. Yes, an attorney. Used to have a talk show, very controversial talk show. Matter of fact,
0: yes, he did. Remember,
1: remember he got his face smashed by some Nazi guy in one of his shows. The guy, yes, I do, punched him and broke his nose or stuff like that. Not, you know, and I shouldn't laugh about that, but he laughs about it now. He covered the Falklands War. I mean, the guy's had quite an interesting, interesting past, still as sharp as attack. And I don't think that, I think age to a certain degree is relative. You know, I like
0: in your mind for well, some of it. like like portion phys- of
1: it, physically as well too. I mean, I know people who are fifty years old and have a tough time walking, and I know people who are eighty years old and they're running marathons. You know what I'm saying? It's it's at a point where and it, and once you get up there in years, it depends upon a lot of it has to come with. Let's be honest, it has to come with genetics. You know. Your genes, you know, your parents, you, you you find out people that have, you know, like, I know people that, that their moms, not necessarily the dads, but their moms are still alive and their moms are in their 90s. I'm sorry. Did I do that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that was me. That noise, that was me hitting the microphone. See, I'd take a bullet for you, Shelly.
0: And I would throw you under the bus. <laughs>
1: It's not a quid pro quo going on here. It's a little bit lopsided. I take a bullet for Shelley, and he'd throw me under the bus. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> One of those.
0: It was pretty funny, don't you think?
1: <laughs> anyway, we're talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Geraldo. Let me think. He's got. He's Geraldo. got. Geraldo. Uh, University of New York Maritime College. What
0: woman was he? Sally Jesse Raphael. Yep,
1: uh, he's he's on wife number one, two, three, four. He's on wife no, number. No, he f-
0: wasn't married to Sally Jesse. Oh no Raphael. no, he's on she wife was, number five. Was like rival.
1: He first got married in '65, got divorced in '69, got married in '71, got divorced in '75, uh, got married in '76, got divorced in '84, got married in '87, and divorced in 2000. Currently, he's married uh, Erica. Michelle Levy and they've been married since 2003. God, he's coming up on 20 years with one woman. How's that possible? <laughs> What's going on with that? 20 <laughs> You've been can, can I bring it that up? You've been married three times, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm not. See, I find that fascinating. Why? Because the first one was age, the second one was loneliness, and the third one was just right.
1: So, you had to like He was
0: just supposed to be a TDY thing.
1: So you had to you had to essentially, you know, go through the motions the first two, right? You had you had the practice, is that what it was? That was practice?
0: Oh, there was no practicing. <laughs> I, I didn't know. You know what? this is what I tell people. You wait for six to eight months yeah. before you even think about getting married. Right. Because that six to eight months is gonna be the time frame that your partner shows their true colors.
1: They're gonna let their guard down and they're gonna be the real person, right? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: Okay. We'll talk about this more next hour. We got to go. It's it's 6.50. It is BS.show. I'm Shella. She's Brad. That is Taylor Swift. And I'm still trying to figure out what has been pointed out to me by the smartest woman in the world, the crazy situation with the combination of, or not the, the comparison of American Top 40, which uses the media base uh, system, which is owned by channel iheart whatever you want to call them and billboard because the smartest woman in the world showed me something last week that of the top 10 songs on billboard i think taylor swift had eight and taylor swift isn't even the top 10 with any songs on american top 40
0: how can that be could that be the the mm, the songs that that person took
1: well i and see they're
0: running on that particular I don't I, I see billboard
1: I think it's interesting because of the fact that you know we've got all the sophisticated polling and things like that hey we're going to find out what the American people like Well, we're going to find out who the American people are going to vote for remember Donald Trump was not no way Jose was he going to win in 2016 he won the election remember all the polls oh Hillary, yes, Clinton, I do. Hillary Clinton's going to win by 32 points in this state and by 46 points in this state he clobbered her not in the not in the in the in the total vote count count which doesn't really count it's the, the public el- vote the electoral college that's how he won 270 yes, votes I know. electoral college okay so you got all this research that comes out and like for example this election election we just had the 2020 midterm the republicans are going to clean up they're going to take over the senate they're going to kill in the house didn't happen the pollster said this so so you know I don't believe, you know, these stuff, you know, our research, when everybody says to me, research shows, my ears go closed. You know, because I'm thinking to myself, okay, I've had enough bad research in my life to last me a lifetime. You know, I mean, I go back to the classic story, to me, the classic story of the doctor, and you and I have talked about this before. You go back and watch any of the movies in in the late 50s, early 60s, with Doris Day is in it, and she's always married to some hot shot executive. You know, she's a housewife as all wives were back then. Um, nothing against that. And
0: they're usually in advertising.
1: Right, right, exactly. Her husband's, an, you know, like mad men or like, like wasn't, wasn't the bewitched. Darren was wasn't, yeah, bewitched. Darren wasn't advertising. They're an advertising executive, okay? Yeah. And, 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 and the interesting part of it is, is that, you know, they, they're like, oh, they're, they're you know, and, and it shows this life. It's like, okay, that wasn't my life growing up, you know, whose life was it? But the point being is that they do all this research. Like, for example, in cars, the Edsel, the Edsel had all this research behind it. Oh my God, the Edsel is going to be one of the best selling cars ever. It died. I mean, it, it lasted like two or three years, bonk on, you know, the whole brand went away. You know, there's so many things they do all this research on. You know, it's like, okay, well, who are you talking to? I don't get it. By the way, I apologize about no show yesterday. It was all my fault. Oh my gosh. And I hate to admit this, but you know, you got you know, you just gotta fess up and when things happen. I was in the hospital Monday night. I almost lost my right eye. <sighs> Aren't you gonna ask how? Nope. <laughs> You're not going to ask how I lost almost lost my right eye. No. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I was okay. at P, I was at PT's Monday night and one of the performers' g-string snapped and it hit me right in the eye. I mean, it almost took my eye out.
0: <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> It sounds like something that would occur to you.
1: Yeah, I always have the bad luck. I, when crazy things happen, they happen to me, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Although you can't believe that because you you know, you, you take like you something you buy something you take it back and it's broke. But oh, that's never happened before and you leave they go, "Oh, that's the 20th one we've seen this in this week." I know, right? yeah. Like that's never happened before. We've never <laughs> seen that ever. You know, yeah, right. Oh god. Uh, okay, we're talking about marriages last break, and marriages, and and the interesting part of it is like all these people marry these multiple times, like Larry King. Larry King, remember Larry? I do. Do you do you ever remember? He has
0: a prostate.
1: <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> do, you, do you know what Larry King's famous for? At least as far as Shelly and I are concerned, <laughs> you know what he's famous for?
0: I do. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. That's <laughs> Larry King. I think he was married nine times. He was a serial um, marriage or person. I don't understand that. I'm... You don't understand serial monogamy? No, I don't understand. I mean, like, it's to the point where, see, maybe I have a different. It would make sense that you don't understand serial monogamy.
1: No, but I don't understand. That answers a lot. No, I don't understand the, the whole concept of like, you know, like for example, I talked about my old boss, Ron Grubbs. I think he was married eight times. Remember we had the the infamous lunch with him when I said yes, to him, I, did. And I said to him, Ron, what wife is this for you? And he says, my last. <laughs> Remember he that? There. He wasn't kidding He wasn't kidding because he died about a year later. Yeah, he you did. Know, very sad. Okay. Yes, um, it was. He was like, the running joke was like, he was getting divorced from wife number three and he was always already engaged to wife number four.
0: You know, it's like, it's like, okay, there's a lot of men that are like that. Can he live by perpetual bachelors? They need. To have a woman by their side.
1: I'm going to teach a course for men, and okay? I'm going to teach you how to do laundry. Laundry, you know what? I have people all the time say to me...
0: That's what they tried to do on the man show.
1: Well, somebody uh, says to me, Oh, how do you... Who does your laundry? I go, I do. And then when I used to wear dress shirts all the time, people go like, You take your dry your, your shirt's to cleaner? No, I do them myself. They go, What? I go, yeah. I, I wash them. I have a special cycle in my washing machine. You know, if they're white, I put a little bit of bleach in there. You know, and they come out. I dry them. I pull them out of the you know the dryer. I put them on my ironing board. I have my Rowenta iron, which I really got yes. mad because I spent a lot of money for that Rowenta iron. You know what happened to my Rowenta iron?
0: It It um started spewing out brown goo. Exactly. You've had that happen. Yes. And supposedly they're supposed because to. because you leave. You leave the water in and what it does was um it uh, well, it's, rusts on the inside. Yeah, but it's supposed
1: to be a stainless steel tank. It's like okay, well, that's not. Well they lied. Yeah, they did lie. That wasn't stainless steel doesn't rust. So I used to iron my own shirts. I matter of fact, I used to make I was I was so into this, I would read articles about this and i would buy the bulk starch it was tough to find i used to be able to find it at a couple of schnooks the literally not the spray can stuff but the bulk you know the bulk starch stuff and i would mix it up in a spray bottle and sometimes it would be like okay one-third water to two-thirds starch a little bit too heavy half and half uh, 60 40 i'd get the special mix man i i'd iron my shirts and they look so darn good and people go like you iron I go yeah all the time. And then I got mad because my Ruwenta ruined two of my white shirts. Because you know once I he, know, I mean, it, it, I mean, I
0: don't know about that for you, but it's done that to me. I know.
1: And once you get the rust stain, it, oh, you you know you're screwed. Nothing takes out rust. I mean, there's nothing that takes out a rust stain. You want to stain something well, permanently? Well, then if
0: you sat there and you could sit there and deep press the no, um, no, no, I tried steam, no, it would clean it.
1: No, nothing. Once rust gets on something, it's done.
0: I actually don't think it's in the tank. I actually think it's in the in the um the flat part of it. The in the what what would you call that? The iron
1: the what the act the the no, it, it came out the
0: actual plate.
1: No, no, it it was it was but well this the, my mine went to this the plate was stainless steel. Something in there wasn't
0: Yes, agreed.
1: I think I paid 100 bucks for that iron. People make fun of me. You paid $100 you, for an iron. Didn't you
0: say once that you also ironed your BVDs?
1: I used to iron my T-shirts. <laughs> I did. I didn't starch them, but I used to iron my T-shirts.
0: Same-ish. I used to iron
1: my blue jeans.
0: Okay, that's just weird.
1: No, that's not weird. because Did you
0: get a, cross, a, a
1: crease? Oh, my God, yes. Because if you ever been to rodeo, Matter of fact, if you go to the laundry, depend upon you know there aren't too many laundries anymore. They all went out of business because a nobody gets dressed up anymore, and b you know when when the uh, the you know the the virus hit, nobody left their house and everybody stayed in their pajamas all day long, you know. But uh, the laundries I go to when I would do when I finally I used to have some of my shirts done at the laundry. I get lazy and I have some of my shirts done at the laundry. Okay, if you've ever been to a rodeo, you know what I'm talking about when they refer to it as cowboy starch the the rodeo yeah, guys yeah
0: that's like police starch
1: the rodeo or the rodeo guys to the point where I mean like if you take the shirt off it'll stand up by itself you know what I mean it, it, you can just yes, put it on do. the floor and it'll stand up by itself and they do the same thing with their jeans they 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 you know they they uh, they you know iron do them do
0: they crease them or oh do they gosh iron yes
1: oh no, no 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 you put a crease in them my dad used to talk about my dad was in the army for a long time my dad used to talk about one of his commanding officers that and I and he doesn't to this day he doesn't know how the guy did it. I mean here they were like in the battlefield in Germany somewhere and this guy was like a colonel or something like that and he always had freshly pressed pants. My dad always remember remembered the fact that here they were slogging around in the mud and stuff like that. And here was this officer, this colonel who had, you know, every day had a pair of pants on, had a crease in them. Every single day. My dad always talked about, it. and it's all the called guys. Dry
0: cleaner, Brad. Well, what's that? It's called the dry cleaner.
1: Not when you're in combat, Shelly. Guess what? There aren't. Any... Oh, okay. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> they were. They were in. Like they were. They were in in combat in Germany. You know, there was no so dry. He
0: would iron his pants.
1: Apparently, he while had.
0: While he was a. In the other country,
1: either well, he was out in the battlefield because my dad talked about this all the time. That this guy, I can't remember his name, he he's talking about it all the time. Colonel so and so, he'd see him in, in you know, in, in, because once again they were slogging around, you know, in mud and and junk and stuff like that. And this guy would come out, you know, looking like like a million bucks, look like he just stepped off the set of some movie picture, you know, stuff like that.
0: I mean, you know, that's and, not target fodder at
1: all. Well no 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 but but see there were there were but see that's the interesting thing of that is that it that was the true te- that was if you go back in history and you read like the stuff about General Sherman and and General Patton especially Patton one of the things that they loved about Patton was he was always there on the front line he was there with the with the grunts you know so to speak slugging it out he wasn't sitting back in an office somewhere and that's what they did not like about Eisenhower Eisenhower was always like in some, you know, he was well behind the front lines, and you know, he was like in a, you know, in a, you know, in some office building in in England, and then they moved into France when they finally took over France. But not Patton. Patton was on the front lines. I know, I know, guys from Vietnam would tell me stories about that. You know that they had like, you know, I, I don't know if you ever heard this before. I mean, it's a terrible thing that happened, but there was a thing called fragging. You know what fragging was?
0: It has something to do with oil.
1: No with grenades. If you had a jerk, typically the the if you had a second lieutenant who was like second lieutenant's probably, you know, new to the army and you didn't like him, they would literally ro- uh, roll a fragmentation grenade under his under his bed at night and kill him. Seriously. I mean, it was it was a thing that happened in Vietnam because because a lot of times these guys would, you know, tell their troops to go into battle and they would be in the background. They would they wouldn't they wouldn't lead. You know, remember 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 when, when when I think this is one of the things that anybody who was in the armed services, and I'm not picking on Obama, but anybody who was in the armed services when Obama made this comment just went ape, you know what. Obama, like when he was first, first like first six months of president, he said, We're going to lead from behind. At some quote like that, and the you know, like once again, military people went, no, it's not how you do it, you know, because of the fact that once again, the idea Please being,
0: by example, not by behind.
1: Exactly, a leader's out there in front. That's why they call him a leader because they're not back in the in you know in the in the commissary stuff like that. You know, sipping coffee. They're out there in the on the front lines with the troops. You know, I mean, I, I remember one of the things when I first getting into business, I used to read all these business books all the time. And I remember this story about this guy. He was a a South Korean immigrant. He came over to the United States and he was a welder and he was really good at welding ships. And, you know, you know, like ships have problems that, you know, they crack a hull or something like that, or they need to have something re-welded because, you know, most of the cargo ships, you know, like even like the, the, you know, the cruise ships, they're all steel. Yes. Um, and and so I remember reading the story that this guy got very successful in business and you know was making gazillion dollars. The company was still doing very well. And if there was a job that other guys had trouble with, and they also said a dangerous job, he would do it. And everybody loved the guy because of the fact that even though he owned the company and he was making a gazillion dollars, he could have just sat in his office all day long and do nothing except act important. He would go out in the ships and talk and do the dangerous welding. If there was something that was really dangerous, he would do it himself. And I thought to myself, "Wow, that is leadership," you know. I do. I mean, look at look at look at people you've worked for in your in your work history. You've probably had people that like, "Oh, Shelley, go do this." And They'd be sitting in their office with their door closed, drinking coffee,
0: right? Pretty much, yes.
1: And what was your response? But I've
0: had some of the best bosses ever. I, I get it, but are those— My best bosses were men.
1: Well, but, the, like, for example, the, the pre- pre- people who sit sitting in their office drinking coffee, on the boss scale of 1 to 10, with just 10 being a great boss, 1 being a terrible boss, what would you give that boss?
0: About an 8.
1: Okay. I, no, no. I, I see. You said the, you said they were a terrible boss. Yes. Ten is the best boss. One is the worst boss.
0: Oh, oh, about a four.
1: A four? You give him a four? Yeah. God, I've had I, the guy I worked for, I've told the story before. I told talked about it a couple weeks ago. Kevin Matheny, the biggest butthead in the world. I mean, I mean, and tremendously condescending to women, and just a horrible, terrible person. He's dead. I can say things like that. You know, you're know, you not supposed to say things about the dead. But even Howard Stern said that about him because he, he left. He was my boss. He left the station I was at, KSOQ, the original KSOQ, and went to work at WNBC. That's where he went. He went from St. Louis to WNBC, and he was Howard Stern's boss. Howard hated him, and he was just one of those kind of guys. He was just, just a butthead to work for. If he told you to do something, you did it, then he'd criticize you for doing it. He says, it's not the right way. I did it exactly the way I told you. You know I told you told me to. I don't care. Do it over. That was the kind of guy he was. And god, he was terrible with women. I'm you know, nowadays he wouldn't have a job anymore. He would have been fired a long time ago the way he treated women. And it was so sad. I could tell you stories about things that went on the radio stations that I worked at back in like in the 70s and 80s. Holy cow. I mean, things you wouldn't believe.
0: I probably would believe them.
1: People's who names you know. <laughs> Uh-uh. oh yeah yeah there was there was one one morning guy who was part of a team, shall we say uh, that I worked with and we had a very nice receptionist that was when we had actually had a receptionist who, st- who had a desk at the front door and actually answered the phone you don't have that anymore nobody has that anymore okay and very attractive young lady I went to school with her, believe it or not, won't mention her name, don't want to embarrass her this particular morning host co-host of a morning show on a radio station who had two guys that were fairly popular at the time used to get off the air and from time to time he would and the way she sat she sat sort of in an angle so in other words you could get up you could go down the hall sort of hard to explain but you'd come in the front door and she would be at a table to your right so in other words she sat you know at a at a at a 90-degree angle to the front wall. But you could go down the hall past her her, her, her desk and come up behind her. And he used to come up behind her and grab her boobs. Okay? Did it all the time. Who did? The the guy who showed me a nameless, who was part of a morning team back okay. in the day. <laughs> all the time. And she would get so mad. And I even said something to her. Because,
0: did she punch him upside the head? No. I even said something to her.
1: I go, I go, you know, why do you put up with that? And she goes, well, I need the job. I'm afraid if I complain that I'll get fired. Okay, that's sad, you know?
0: No, usually the reason, to, the way to get fired is when your boss says, Shelly, what did you said that you want me to do? And I said, I want you to do your job.
1: Wow. Dems fighting words. Did you get fired over that?
0: No, I got suspended. <laughs> An exemplary record, I might add.
1: <laughs> oh, that gave your exemplary record, or that one destroyed your exemplary record?
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> it destroyed it. Which one? It destroyed it.
0: The second, the latter.
1: <laughs> All it takes. Oh, what? What's the, what's the saying? What's the thing in that one song we play? Where you're only one, fo- one fo- phone call from your knees. You're only one. Yes. You're only one sentence, or sometimes one word, from getting fired. You can work yeah. for somebody for. Fifty years, and you say one thing wrong nowadays. Bang! There's the door. Don't let it hit you on the button the way out, right? I
0: mean, people people say, "Shelley's so pretty," and then they say, "Yeah," until she opens her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny?
1: Yeah. Right, seven twenty six. BS show. That's who we are. It is seven thirty two. It is a Wednesday morning. Hump day's favorite. Shelley's favorite day, right? It is. Okay, a couple things to talk about. First off. Um, they, did you get the pictures I sent you Monday of the uh, Washmo uh, marijuana dispensary? I did. Sad, isn't it? See see where I, I, it is. I said she, the.
0: She put a hurting on that building. Oh, my
1: God. And the, it's got a sign on the, you know, a, a sticker on the window that says condemn. Now, I believe what they're doing is, did you see those? See what I was telling you about half of that portable building they're putting up?
0: yes i I, did i think
1: that's going to be the temporary building and i think that's going in like a little bit across the street from where they're at right now and that's going to be the new marijuana dispensary i don't know they may tear the building down i mean you know when that gal went through it she went through it
0: she really did i wonder if she came off the other end
1: no, she she didn't go through the building. She was yeah. Remember, she got her car got stuck inside the building, and the police showed up, and then her car caught on fire, and then all the marijuana went up and smoke, and then everybody around the the neighborhood for a mile around they all showed up at Jack in the Box at three o'clock in the morning with the munchies. Remember that? That's what happened.
0: It wasn't Jack in the Box. It was um, Taco Bell. Denny's.
1: <laughs> there's no Denny's in Washmo. <laughs> I don't think there's a Taco Bell in Washmo either. I think there is. There's one in Union, but I don't surely
0: think... there is. No, I don't think there's a Taco Bell in Washmo. I, I don't... think there is.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think. There's a I'm trying to think when well, there's a there's a there's a KFC right there in 47. There's a Dairy Queen. Maybe there is a Taco Bell. I don't know.
0: There's it's always a Taco Bell.
1: Some place that I don't go. Yo quiero. I call it Taco Hell. My kids know that.
0: Taco Hell.
1: Yeah, Taco Hell. I hate Mexican food. <laughs> that 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 goes back to a wedding reception that I was or a wedding rehearsal dinner that I had to go to years ago. God, that was horrendous. I mean, I went to a Mexican, they she, you know, once again, it's a wedding reception. It's a, you know, wedding rehearsal dinner. And, you know, people have varied tastes. It would be like me saying, hey, I know this great Hungarian restaurant. Everybody loves Hungarian food. That's where we're going for our rehearsal. No, we had up at a Mexican place. And I thought, well, I can eat the salad. And there was only one dressing available for the salad. Guess what that was?
0: house
1: guacamole salad dressing
0: <laughs>
1: that's what i said i go yuck just give me the lettuce
0: <laughs> exactly give me lettuce salt and pepper right. and good.
1: that'll be my dinner and i'll stop you know, someplace else on the way home okay a couple things that...
0: i like avocados hate guacamole i like, just i don't get that there's I'm certain, using the word hate there's certain it's things ew.
1: oh by the way <laughs> i tried crap i tried to eat it at at you know i've gotten the new thing for fish and i tried to eat it at the captain d's again last night uh-huh in 10 minutes i was car number 5 in 10 minutes i moved one car <laughs> i'm going like i give up it's like it's I don't understand. Remember I told you the story about you were like no big deal. They got the hours listed on the sign. They're closed on Saturday and Sunday. They're taking the the you know the the uh, the Chick-fil-A thing one step further. They're just closed on the weekends. Uh, you know.
0: It's probably cuz they can't find people to work on the weekends.
1: No, I think because I think because the people that own the restaurant, there's two owners that own Captain D's, you know, the whole franchise. One guy's Jewish, one guy's Christian. So they close on Saturday for the Jewish people and they close on Sunday for the Christian people. That's why they're closing Saturday and Sunday. I mean, Fair how, enough. how can you be in the restaurant business and not be open on Saturday and Sunday? I mean, I get the Chick-fil-A thing, which Maybe I don't that's
0: what works for them, Brad. I don't
1: really get the Chick-fil-A thing. I think that's like, come on. Yeah, come on. You know, that's the thing that always gets me going back, going way back to this, the blue, the the blue law days, okay? And my very first thing I did in the radio business, I, I produced the talk show for Lee Ford. Okay, I was his producer. And he would tell me, okay, I want you to get this guest, this guest. So this is when the Blue Law was in Missouri. And he would have me, we'd do this once a month. And because the Blue Law was very controversial at the time. We'd, we'd have a show, we'd have, the show was four hours. The first hour, once a month, the first hour I had someone who was anti-blue law. It's usually somebody from like a retail association, you know, one of the companies that own like May Company or something like that, that own a bunch of stores that were forced to be closed on Sunday. And then the other hour, we'd have typically a religious person who would, you know, be on there, well, Sunday's the Lord's Day and we have to be with our family. And the interesting thing was every single interview, Lee was really good at this. He said to these people, mainly Preachers, pastors, and things like that. Okay, so you think uh, Sunday is the Lord's Day, right? Yes, you shouldn't have to work on Sunday. So he would say to him, What do you do after you go to church? Well, we go to lunch. We go out to eat. <laughs> and Lee would always say, What about those people that have to work at the restaurant? Well, that's different. You know, we'd go to the movies. What about those people that have to work at the movie theaters? What about the people that are running the electric power plants and the water plants and the gas plants and the, the police and the fire and the ambulance people? They got to work on Sundays. They got to work all the time. Well, that's different. <laughs> you know, I always thought that was interesting. You know what I mean? It's it's like you put yourself in a higher class. Well, I'm a religious person. I can't work on Sunday. But when I dial 911, somebody better show up, Right. See imagine, pretty much imagine if see, think about that for a minute. if I'm not saying you do this, but the chick-fil-as close on Sunday, right? So what right. If you, what if you broke into the place on Sunday and their alarm system went off and you know the alarm company calls the, the managers, "Hey, there's alarm. Well, it's Sunday. Don't worry about it." You I doubt what that would <laughs> It's the Lord's Day. If somebody's in there stealing our cash register, we don't really care. We'll get a new one on Monday. Because it's the Lord's Day. Don't send the police over there. I've been biased by the fact that every stinking job I've had since I've been 14 years old has been seven days a week, almost 24 7. You know, I used to work in the restaurant business. You know, I worked at Steak and Shake. I worked as a police dispatcher, been in the radio business, you know. Back in the day, remember back in the day, TV stations used to go off like at midnight. Radio, Some of the radio stations used to turn their transmitters off like 10 o'clock at night. And they had to sign off. You know, we'll this is so-and-so and so-and-so broadcasting with approval from the FCC. We'll be back on the air tomorrow morning at 645. So good night and sleep tight. Stuff like that. Remember, they used to, on the TV stations, they used to play the national anthem. Remember that?
0: Yes, they did.
1: <laughs> the TV, and
0: Dave Sinclair was on there.
1: <laughs> well, Dave Sinclair would come on, and then were the guy would go, oh, radio station, TV station, KSDKs. Authorized to broadcast with, they'd give the whole technical explanation: hundred thousand watts ERP, horizontal and vertical on ch- on channel number five, which is seventy-six to eighty megahertz. Blah, blah 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 blah. This is the end of our broadcast day. Da 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 da. And my ad- national anthem. And whoosh, TV screen would get white noise on. See, people don't know what white noise is anymore. Remember, like you know,
0: there's a lot of things people don't know anymore.
1: If some, you know, a kid see that, what's that? Is that like a <laughs> snowstorm on the TV? <laughs> Okay, talking don't
0: about- Don't go into the light, Carol Ann.
1: Okay, talking about stuff that makes us look bad. Monday night, have you heard this story? Guy pulls up know. Guy pulls up to the drive-thru to Kentucky Fried Chicken in Central West End, gives his order, and he orders corn. They say, we're out of corn. So he gets mad. So he goes up to the window and starts waving a gun around. A couple of people run out of the restaurant. A couple of people work there, and he shoots one of them. Critical condition. No corn. Guy took off. They don't know who he is. Is that crazy or what?
0: It is. I
1: mean, it's you shoot, you shoot somebody at the KFC because they're out of corn? I mean, I mean like, and then yesterday, we talked about this last hour, somebody took shots at the Municipal Courts Building in downtown St. Louis. One bullet went through, I think, the eighth floor in the sheriff's office. The other bullet went through the window of a courtroom on the third floor. Ah, what's going on? I mean things are just going to, and if you know this goofy story about about the about their the police chief thing you know the, the 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 story about the they're trying to get a new police chief and last week they had an interview and one no, of
0: No, I did hear that but I don't know
1: well, one the of the
0: specifics
1: it was down to four 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 dudes four I think two white guys who are on the police force right now police force right now and two black guys from out of town okay and the one dude the one black dude when they interviewed him what's his solution to crime Arrest people and put him in the jail. Guess what? He's out. <laughs> we don't do that in St. Louis anymore. We don't arrest people and put them in jail. If we do put him in jail, you know, Kim Gardner lets him out. You know, oh, we're not gonna press charges. Hey, but but he hit somebody with a two by four. Eh, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. He ran over somebody with his car. Eh, he just got a little confused. He hit the, hit the brake. You know, hit the accelerator instead of the brake. Hey, he murdered somebody. Eh, uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was intended. I think it was just an accident. You know, things like that happen. That's the St. Louis Way, right? St. Louis Way. Not in St. Charles County. <laughs> <laughs> not in Franklin County, not in Jefferson County. You don't get away with that stuff. And you know once again, not trying to say it's bubba in the squad cars in those counties. <laughs> you know, you know, but but once again, wow. You and I have been in Steve Elman, the county executive in St. Charles County, typically makes an appearance at the Chamber of Commerce meetings. Once a year. And it's his yeah. it's his presentation. And it's always pretty interesting. He always brings up some really interesting things. And he always tells the story about the telephone system at the jail. And you know what I'm talking about?
0: I do. And
1: he says that they monitor the telephones and they record it. Because, as a matter of fact, if you've ever gotten a call from anybody who's in jail... Before the person comes on, there's a recording says, you're receiving a call from an inmate at a correctional facility. If you would like to not talk to this person, hang up right now. If so, you know, stay on the line and you'll be connected and be advised that you're recording, your conversation is being recorded for future use. So they go back and they listen to the recordings. And these guys who get arrested for, like, shoplifting and stuff like that, car theft in St. Charles County, they're calling their buddies, trying to get them out of jail, trying to bail them out of jail. And they say, I can't believe I'm in jail. If I got arrested in St. Louis City or St. Louis County, I'd be out. They wouldn't never even throw me in jail. I'm here in St. Charles County. They got me in jail. I might be here for a week. <laughs> it's like Isn't that what jail's for? Where <laughs> you put people what, that whining. Oh no, we were whining. Yeah. Yeah, you're in jail in St. Charles County because you whined because of the fact that we put you in jail because you committed a crime. God, I don't get it. It's, I don't get it either. There's you know, I talk about this in the air. Someone, matter of fact, it wasn't yesterday because yesterday I was off the air because I had an injury. Did I tell you about my injury yesterday, why I couldn't go in the air? No. (laughs) Never mind. Okay. Someone sent me this dash cam video of someplace in, in Ohio where police... You know they're behind this guy and apparently he's got expired plates and they they know who the guy is they think at least they think who he is and and they're they're um they're uh you know they're they're going to pull him over and 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 essentially arrest him they know there's warrants out for his arrest okay so one police car he's talking to another he says because he's trying to get a backup. And he says, you know, on the two ways, he says, hey, where are you at? And the other officer says, I'm right behind you. He says, okay, we're going to go through the intersection. I'm going to light him up. So they go through the intersection. There was a stop sign. They go through the intersection. Sure enough, police turns on his lights. You see the reflection in the guy's car ahead of it. And the guy speeds off, goes a couple blocks, and then he decides, and he stops right in the middle of the street. And as he stops in the middle of the street, he turns around and fires an AK-47 through the rear window of his car toward the police. He's firing at the police. And, you know, the, there's they got the body cam video and the, and the dash cam video. And you hear the bullets hit the squad car. I mean, they're literally bouncing, you know, hitting the squad car and going through the windshield of the squad car. And the cop jumps out, gets behind his his door. And the other guy, the other cop gets behind him. And they, they just riddle this guy's car with bullets. And he's firing back at him. So they finally get him. And believe it or not, nobody got hit. The cops didn't get shot. The guy in the car didn't get shot. So they pull him out of the car. And the cop is just cussing up a storm at him. You, blah, blah, blah. You shot at me. You shot at me. And you know what the guy says? I wasn't shooting at you. I was just shooting out your tires. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Well, because that way he could get away. I'm going like,
0: okay. Pulling up your dress?
1: (laughs) Well, no. Think about that for a minute. How ridiculous is it? I wasn't shooting at you. I was shooting at your tires. And then he says, I'm a really good shot. And the cops going like, but you hit my windshield and you hit the front of my car. Oh, uh, I need to aim better. I'm going like, this is all on recorded on. I'm going like, you know, now in Ohio, that guy would probably be doing five to ten somewhere for assaulting an officer. In the city of St. Louis, he would have got a misdemeanor ticket. He would have got a ticket, you know, traffic ticket. Oh, you, you ran that stop sign. You drove 50 in a 45. Am I kidding? Nope. You're clamming up all of a sudden, aren't you? I am. Are you wearing out? What? Am I wearing you out?
0: You always wear me out, Brad. <laughs> was that funny to you? Not as funny, bad as peculiar or have, funny but he uh-huh. was gentle on me. Not as bad as it could have, but he was gentle on me.
1: I try to be gentle on Shelly. Okay.
0: it's You absolutely do not.
1: It's 746.
0: <laughs> that is a lie. It is
1: BS.show. Shelly Brad. Hey, did you know that Elon Musk is not the richest man in the world now? Are you there, Shelly?
0: Yeah. Who is?
1: It's some dude from France. They're saying that Elon is paying too much attention to Twitter and he's let Tesla go. It's the stocks down. They Like, first time in six years that, they've lost money.
0: standard, actually.
1: What's that standard? He's paying, not paying attention to Tesla?
0: Yeah, you have something that's working. Yeah. You buy it unknown. You start it up. You don't know where it's going to go. And you tend to spend all your time on that when Tesla is failing.
1: Well, it's not failing. It's just, you know, see, I think the interesting thing is in any company – I don't care what it is, has its ups and downs. You know, people, people love something and then they don't love something. And once again, I think the problem with the electric cars is they're just getting super expensive. You know, I mean, like there's a thing yesterday that talked about that, that Ford is putting on a third shift on the lightning pickup trucks. You know, they're going they're to three shifts. They're going to, you know, 24-7 run the factory to turn yep. out enough lightning trucks. But they started like $75,000. You know, now there's only so many people that have that kind of money. They're going to be able to afford a seventy-five thousand dollar truck. You know, and when you saturate that market, and not only that, there are a lot of people saying that the new General Motors electric trucks are much better than the Fords because they came out with the Hummer, which is like a hundred and ten thousand dollars, I think, for like a base Hummer, and you can't even find them for that. You know, they these guys are buying them all up, and then they're selling them on the secondary market for like two hundred thousand dollars. But they claim that's going to be the essentially the platform for the. The, the next generation of the Chevrolet pickup trucks and the GMC pickup trucks. And once again, I bought my first pickup truck, brand new, out the door, 1987 Ford F-150 from Dave Sinclair, $79.95, <laughs> little, little, little less than $8,000. I bought a brand new pickup truck, literally. You can't, I don't think you can buy a new full-size truck right now for any of the, any of the different manufacturers. I don't think you can get it for under $35,000. If you buy like a work truck, like a Ford XL, you know, with rubber floor mats and stuff like that, I think it's like $36,000. I mean, you know, I mean, the sad
0: yeah, part. Yeah, but they hold
1: their value, supposedly. Yeah, but the problem is, is let's say you're a young guy starting out and you, you know, want to be a carpenter or something like that and you need a pickup truck. I mean, you know, not only, but you said, and you're, that's right. You can't find them used. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, trucks that used to be, you know, sold to the wholesaler end up in the junkyard are now going for $10,000, you know? Nutty, 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 nutty. Okay, a couple things to talk about. First off, some business to take care of. Uh, um, A mistake that I made, I'm going to correct it. Uh, But first off, did you see or did you hear the new song, Santa Can't You Hear Me? It was on an NBC Christmas special with Kelly Clarkson. And guess who's singing along with her as a duet? I don't know. The Donut
0: Liquor. Oh, my goodness.
1: Kelly Clarkson and Ariana Grande. Santa, can't you hear me? Okay, also, I've been corrected. There is a Taco Bell in Washington. Although, I don't believe this. Someone sent, oh, the smartest woman in the world sent this to me. She says the Taco Bell is at 777 Washington Square Shopping Center. I debate that because 777 Washington Square Shopping Center in Washington, that's the casino's address. That's the Washington Casino. You know how they have like, you know, the phone numbers for all the casinos are like, you know, 800-777-7777. That's the address for the casino in Washington. Do you know about that?
0: Well, that's kind of odd.
1: (laughs) A casino in Washington?
0: No. Never mind, Brad.
1: (laughs) You're being so disagreeable this morning. Huh? She says there's two of them in Washington. Two Taco Bells? Yeah, how can that be? Washington's not big enough for two, two Taco Bells.
0: Every place is big enough for a Taco <laughs> Bell brand. Well, not two of them.
1: There's only one McDonald's. There's only one Hardee's. There's only uh, only one uh, you know Lion's Choice. There's only one Arby's. There's only one so Jack in the that Box. So does
0: make it because there's only one of those? They have to maintain just one?
1: Yeah, that's a law. That's in Washington. It is not a law. They, they, have a law. they have a law in Washington that states that if there's one fast food place, there can't be a second one. Like that's you, so not you true. You can't you can't have two McDonald's. Can't have two McDonald's. Mm. And if there's there's and you can only have one car car dealership. One car dealership, that's it. And and one bed and breakfast. It's only the only you can have. Only it's the rule of one in Washington. Only one marijuana dispensary that people drive their cars into. <laughs> I, I you know whoever owns that business. I feel sorry for you. I really do. Because you're on the cusp of like making gazillion dollars when they blow the thing open on February 7th to, you know, sale to anybody. And here your building gets smashed in. If You know what we're talking about? Some lady drove her car right through, literally through the front door of the Washington medical marijuana dispensary, the, the pot dispensary in Washington. And it looks to me like they're going to tear the building down. Either that or they're going to, you know, do major reconstruction on it. You ever had that happen before?
0: be more specific.
1: Somebody drive their car into your house? I know two people that that's happened to.
0: I know you know two people. I No, do. it's never happened. You know to
1: two me. people that that one of them get this. One of them the guy smashed into the front the front living room of this house and ended up in the garage because the garage stuck out a little bit from the front of the house, you know what I'm talking about like and and they went in at an angle. So they hit the living room and the, the living room sort of bounced, they bounced off and went into the garage. The car was stuck in the garage. Thankfully, nobody was home and no, there was no car in the garage. The guy crawls out of the car and, and crawls down the street and the police find him. Guess how they found him? How? They just followed the blood. You know what I mean? Like, true story. It's like the guy, you know, they just, walk, they go like, okay, we know where he's at. We'll just keep walking until we find where the blood ends. And they found the guy. And I know somebody else had that happen to him, where somebody literally drove into their 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 house, literally in the living room. I mean, ended up the car ended up in the living room. And the sad thing about that is sometimes that you know, like for example, there's people that lived out in Old Fallon that lived next to that house that blew up. Remember the they're putting in the the fiber out there and they yep, hit a gas yep. line. The house blew up. There are all sorts of houses around there, that, several of them they just condemned. There's a couple of them that the house, like, is is there, the, I know one guy still fighting with the insurance company because the house is partially rotated on its foundation, and they're not going to condemn it. They're just going, eh, we can think we can fix this. I go, no, tear it down, build me a new one. The foundation's cracked, eh, we pull a little mortar in there. You, never, you won't even notice that. <laughs> Windows are blowing. Oh, we'll put in some new windows. Hey, the the, the you know the the floors are, are warped. Eh, hey, don't worry about it. You know, you can you can roll balls across the floor. You can have your kids over and it'd be a game. You know, if you bowl on that on that floor, you know, the ball just you don't have to throw it hard to just roll downhill. Okay. How would you how would you feel if you were like one of these people that got and your house got somewhat damaged like that? Like a wall was blown in. Wouldn't you say, hey, give me a new house?
0: No, I would reevaluate how the exterior of my house looks and um think of how I would like to change it when I replace it.
1: So you wanted to remodel it, what's your sense Yes. Saying. You'd say, yeah, make it so you'd you'd want the siding torn off and you want like like brick and stone put up there and you want your doorknobs to be all gold plated and stuff like that, right?
0: Yes, Brad.
1: <laughs> Shelly, we gotta go we do time to go where are we going well i gotta i gotta still i gotta make a, i go pay the tickets from you know being in jail on monday night so i couldn't do the show <laughs> yesterday morning
0: i'll bail you out brad everybody have a great day it's been a slice of heaven as usual brad oh guess what, what? Mike, mike 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 Mike. guess what day it is
1: wednesday hurry up we're almost still out
0: um day yeah
1: oh you Peace. blew it it's eight o'clock